broadcasting in HD radio. Worldwide. 24 7 it's the What The Heck Ran Rants. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Ran Rants. I do this for real as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone, and I got one question and one question only. What's that? Man? It's the I.O. Don't just I'ma get sent me account detail, make I credit, oh Credit, I credit Your beauty no before credit, oh Credit, I credit I'ma get you fine, I give you credit, oh Credit, I credit For you my account, I go debit, oh I'ma get sent me account detail, make I credit, oh Credit, I credit Your beauty no before credit, oh Credit, I credit I'ma get you fine, I give you credit, oh Credit, I credit For you my account, I go debit Sexy Carolina, body soft like Semovita. She de carry me go Yankee without visa. Obodo you go without visa. She no be kuguru, she no be a for the matter. When she show up on the yard, everybody scatter. She no be beggar, she no be a for the matter. She show up on the air, everybody my girl Oh, you sent me a gun, it tells me kind Change your wardrobe, follow, give you Victoria security. I know that you like iPhone 11, girl, you are getting it. Call me on my wrist, do I know mine as long as I'm getting it? Don't just eat on cheddar, for the dinner, maybe don't matter. I give the girls them well up, when they see me, they call me Coachella. You know, she know me beginning, she know me up for the matter. When she show up on me, everybody's got answer yourself and ask yourself that all-important question how are you doing are you happy are you sad are you glad are you happy to be alive are you thankful are you blessed 
Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. It's about to be a fun time. If you're listening to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their ex-boyfriend, soon-to-be divorced husband, sister's wife, that the rant show is live. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have some fun tonight. When I'm through with you, oh, when I'm through with you, oh my God, you will see. You definitely heard him. The show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend. You're listening to the rant show on Getting Lounge Radio. Your life, your music. What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of the What the Heck Been Rats again, the Lounge Radio. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Take a moment to censor yourself and ask yourself that. Oh, I've already said that. Anyways, um, how you guys doing? How you guys doing? I hope everybody is good. I hope you're having a good, um, you know, start to your week. Um, if you are not, we're going to, you know attempt to help you fix that um tonight tonight is going to be a really really fun show um i look forward to learning a lot from you guys talking about a lot and just filling you guys in on all things happening in you know my world your world the rants world um but yeah how's everybody doing how's everybody doing um for wherever it is that you're listening from you tuned in from go ahead and use the hashtag the rant show um on twitter if you're not following us follow us at the rant show that is with two s's um and let us know where you're listening from um also if you're a first time listener to the show tonight go ahead and let me know um use the hashtag the rant show let me know that you're a first time listener where you're listening from um i sent out some gifts today to our um first time listeners from a few weeks ago a few months ago actually because we just finally got the merchandise. We just sent it out to them. So shout out to you guys. And there's a little extra gift in the package. So look out for that as well. Um, so yeah, if you're a first time listener, if you want to win something, get your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your best friend to get on call right now or get on Twitter right now. Use the hashtag the rant show. And let me know where they're locked in from. All right. Um, I'm not here by myself, as you know. I am always joined but well not always because sometimes he goes to do his whole shit and deserts me um but ladies and gentlemen give a very warm the rant show monday welcome to the one the only currently in pain because he was doing too much cardiovascular activities <laughs> tired Nintendo. what's father no no i'm on Nintendo to online <laughs> oh, um how you doing man I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? You know, I'm always straight. I'm always straight. You know, keeping it, keeping it, keeping it 100. Um, how was your weekend? Uh, same old, regular, regular. Didn't do anything. I actually purposely didn't do anything this weekend, trying to save some money. But yeah, you know, it's funny because I feel like I didn't do anything this weekend, but I did a lot. Like, it's really weird. I don't know what it was i think i think maybe because i slept early on friday oh. i woke up early on saturday and it was very efficient like like right now i have like i don't know if anybody else does this but i have like clothes for the next like three weeks ironed for work ah, like i have clothes all the way to up to the day before thanksgiving like i, I it's just you know efficiency man I, got, I had that done i you know i was able to get on some project stuff i was able to like send out your you know your shit um and stuff to you guys you know i feel i feel very i feel very fulfilled i feel very blessed um but yeah you know 
it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun show. It's gonna be a fun week. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, all right. So I am also still very much so not by myself, even with Dio here. Um, I believe there is a gentleman that um some of you may recognize. Um, but he is so dear to my heart. Um, and I'm not going to call him my baby brother because he's going to start. <laughs> he hates being called my baby brother. But my one of my brothers is in the building tonight. What's popping? Can they hear me? <clears throat> yes, they can hear you. <coughs> let me dip, let me dip in my voice. <laughs> how, they? Hi, how you guys doing? <laughs> Good to be back. Yeah. Ah, this is the fool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, what's poppin'? How are you? School, work, organizations, you know, busy, busy, busy. Alright, alright, be alright, you're being an adult self. I see. <laughs> alright. Um are you are you with um Okay no. Um okay, cool. Uh just a few things that I wanted to sort of there's a lot to run you guys to catch you guys up on a lot of shit went down over the weekend there's a lot like prepare yourself it's gonna be a lot um but before we get into any of that shit i'm gonna say this at the beginning of the show and i'm gonna say it at the very end of the show tomorrow for most places in the united uh, everywhere in the united states but like tomorrow is election day get your asses out and vote. And also, I don't care who you vote for. I really do. I'm saying that because I'm trying to be like politically correct. But you better vote blue. I'm just saying. Because if you vote some, actually vote the smartest person and the most, like, you know, the person that's going to do the best job, honestly. But, because not everybody that's Republican is like horrible. But, I will say, you not voting is not an option. So get your ass out and vote. Um, you know, I don't care if you got to go do it on your lunch break or something. But, like, what we're not going to have is an aftermath of 2016. And people were like, oh, my God, I didn't know it was going to happen. I didn't know it was economic. I never expected it. Yeah, because y'all didn't get out and vote. So make sure you get out and vote tomorrow. Um, read Like, if you got to Google right now who's, you know, contesting in your in your, you know, county or in your state, who's going up for Congress, who, like, all of that shit, like, Google it right the fuck now. Um, and, as you know what, as a matter of fact, I think that I'm going to make that a thing, right? I'm going to make that a thing. If you go out tomorrow and vote, how are we going to do this? If you go out tomorrow and vote in the United, if you're in the United States, even if you're not a first-time listener, if you go out tomorrow and vote and you get a sticker and you tag us, we'll get you a gift. How about that? Let's do that. So everybody get out and vote tomorrow. Alright? That's that includes you dial. And Joshua. I hear you. I hear you. I already voted by the way. I'm voting on church. I voted on Sunday. Alright. Alright. Just the early voter. Yeah, I'm on my shit. Alright, alright, I see you. Um Okay, cool. Um what else? What else is okay? Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to run you guys through some stuff before we get into the news stuff. Um, 
happy. I just want as a bunch of birthdays, birthday shout outs. So let me just run through them right quick. The ever so fucking annoying Ade's birthday was last week. Um, she did not answer my call. Basically, anybody that their birthday was last week that I care about that I called did not answer my call. So it just lets me know that I'm not important to you guys. So this is the thing that's going to happen. If you call me on my own birthday, I'm going to send you to Do Not Disturb. That's just, let's just be clear right now. January 31st, mark it down. That's where we're going to be. That's the level we're on right now. If you think that, you know, you think you are cool, you think you are carrying shoulder, and you cannot answer my call, AO me. I FaceTime you, no answer. Ha. All right. All right. It's cool. Um, but Ade's right. birthday was last week. That, what are you going to say? No, no, no. Okay. Ade's birthday was last week. She turned 21. Um, so, shout out to her. She's not legal to drink. So, everything she's been doing for the last few years has been illegal. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, and then, um, my beautiful friend, Abimbala Craig's birthday was on Saturday. Um, so shout out to her. Uh, I also wanted to say a huge, um, happy married life to my friends, um, Ego and Kuzi who got married in Houston over the weekend. Shout out to them. Um, my friend Oyinda's birthday is tomorrow. Um, so shout out to you, Oyinda. Happy birthday. Love you. Um and my sweethearts, Halima and Aisha's birthday is you know I almost just forgot the dates, but I'm not so I'm not gonna say the date. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what date it is. Um but because somebody else's birthday is after them and it always she always confuses me. But I'm just kidding. Um their birthday is on the seventh, so it's in two days. Um so happy early birthday to you ladies too as well. I'm about to you know go fuck some shit up in December. Um alright, so I think I got all the birthday shout outs. Um and you know, if you got engaged over the weekend, you got married or some shit, I don't give a shit. Thank you for not telling me ahead of time because I probably wouldn't have shouted you out anyways. Um but yeah, shout out to everybody that's you know, birthday in it and stuff. Um yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, now, a, few, a couple of things that I want... For, before we even get into, like, the news things, right? I don't know about you guys, but, like, did you guys feel like a couple of years ago, people were like, oh... Um... How to... How to like, we weren't, ha- we weren't getting, like, good music. Like, good, like, projects. Is that a thing? Did you guys feel that? A couple of years ago? Like, like... Even like maybe early this year, like people are just like, oh, you know, like people don't drop albums, like and then like artists drop, like artists call it mixtapes in case, like in case they're worried he's gonna flop. So like, mm-hmm. like you, you guys heard about that, right? Yeah, yeah. What I what I heard of is um, they, like you said, like artists don't drop like EPs or they, they, they well, artists dropping they're dropping the albums, but they're like having like seven songs, like Kanye did or. Uh, stuff like that, you know, that they're, they're no longer calling them albums like anymore, they're calling them projects because nobody knows the difference between an EP and an album. Mm-hmm. I personally, I personally felt like some people just did that because like they were worried that their shit was gonna flop, and because like you don't see Beyonce out here like, oh, this is this is a project, or Ed Sheeran like this is a project, like, yeah. like 
people that know people that are about it drop albums because they know it's gonna bang and like that's just yeah. you know um, but i also think it's because people are consuming music differently these days especially because of streaming and stuff like that like with true, true. Rest, like he definitely experimented with that because all every all the artists in his uh in good music like they all had like seven songs on their album so and so i think it's definitely because of streaming yeah and streaming numbers and whatnot they, they're trying to maximize uh streaming and stuff so i think that's why people are like doing short albums well what's the, case of kind of well I, I hear that but like i also like hear people like like black that release their album and like I, when I listen to the album, even when I'm at work, like I don't skip through songs unless I'm in a mood. Like, and there's like I can't remember like 15 or 16 songs on there. Um, and like I just you know I listen to the whole thing because it's a good it's a good album. Um, and I feel like if it's good, like people will listen to the whole thing. Or like even then, like even if it's good, people are not gonna like always gonna like the whole thing. But like they'll listen to what they like, and like you know. They keep it pushing, um, but hey, you never know. The reason why I even brought it up was there's been a ton of great music, like in the last couple months. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, in case you guys um, did not know, Fumbi, um, the Nigerian singer, releases album or his project. I don't even know what to call it now. Project yesterday is ep um called serenade um lax released his album last week called the rasa uh-huh. king um yeah. jacob banks releases last night um, on friday night called village dj spinner released iyanu um black bones this was a couple months ago weeks ago um released bad boy black um there's just like a lot of like really like basically right now i'm shuffling through music because like I'm, like the thing that's like tricky about that is like you really want to like listen to all of them really well and enjoy it, but like there's just so much like happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, yeah. So you guys, you know, definitely get on that if you haven't already. Yeah, you, you didn't say anything about STC's album though. That was like that was a, that was a while ago, right? That was a, over a month ago. Was okay, it? okay. I think we were, okay. Damage already talked about it. Yeah, I already talked about them. Um, but then again, yeah, Paramount Music Volume Two. I know Dyer really likes it. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Wonderful. You're on that, huh? Wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, what's, what did you expect from from STC? I mean, come on. Um, that's standard, and that's see, that's even what I'm talking about. Like, it's yeah. if you, I'm pretty sure if I Google it right now, it wasn't even that long ago, but like, I know it was like middle of October. Um, uh-huh. but October like, 15. That's when it was. Yeah, and like that's like. Oh, less than three weeks, and I already like f- like four eight good albums already dropped since then. I've already like moved it along, <laughs> even though I'm not gonna come back to it. But like yeah. you know, that's just what I'm talking about. It's just what, what do you so think cool. about LX? Did you listen to LX's album? Um, LX's album has too many songs for me. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. and I'm only saying this because I know Bad Girl Mo is gonna hear this and probably kill me. Um, but. Yeah, it has too many songs, but here's my thing, and I and I actually fine with that. This is my theory when it comes to to songs, and um, before is even this is a good segue for me to pull in our other guest here. Um, he's a singer, so some of you and some of you already heard his music on this show because we played him a couple times. Um, but Jay Ray is with us today, all the way from Texas. Yes. 
popping. Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas, in the boonies. <laughs> um, and you know, so he's, we're gonna we're gonna talk. We're gonna get a, a chance towards the end of the show today to talk a little bit more specifically about him. Um, but let's talk about that right quick, right? Um, this is my this is my theory my my, my my theological idea when it comes to albums. Um, I feel like albums are should do two things. They should put you in a place or tell a story. Um, or capture like a time in space, like a time in life or whatever. So if an artist is like um What's a good one? If an artist is like coming back from like heartbreak, like Ariana Grande's um, Grande, actually that's the way she says her name. Uh, you know her album that was dropped, I believe, yesterday. Um, you know, there's a way like you listen to the songs and you can sense the theme. Like it basically gives you like an idea of like where she's at, where she's what she's going through, whatever. And then sometimes you listen to some other people and they're just like party mode, whatever. You know, like. Um, like Jason Derulo's album after he and Jordan Sparks broke up, it was all like, let me let you know, let's dance, let's be up all night. Like, you get that. So, people like LAX's album, I don't necessarily feel like it has to have like 10 hits because this is the thing with LAX. LAX is, is a silent hit dropper. Like, there's like five songs on that album that are like, or three of them are already hit songs. Like, Bifun, um, Panana is like a, is like gets played at weddings a lot, and there's one other song on there. I'm blanking right now, but you take those songs, you take some other like sleeper hits. You take the one with David Doe, you take the one with Mo Logo, which we're gonna play t- later today, um, and then you have like you can get to, like six songs. So like now you have six out of seventeen that I personally like, and then the other person is gonna like seven, and the other person is gonna like eight, but like they're gonna be two or three different variations. So enough of the album will get played. But, like, there will be the core, like, hits that were, like, the singles that dropped before. And then when the album drops, there's, like, one or two other songs that people, everybody falls in love with on the album that gives it, like, that sort of lift that it needs. So, I don't feel like you need to drop, like, you know, especially for, like, debut albums. I feel like artists feel like they need to put all their work there. Um, but, like, as you get older, you're like, look, this is what I'm good at. This is what people want. I'm going to give them 12 songs that does exactly what they want, and that's it. Um, but, you know, you never know. We'll get to see. What do you guys think? Um, I definitely, about especially, I'm talking about the LAX album, though. Um, I didn't think, well, I don't think LAX is like an album person, or album artist, like, like, like you said, like, I think album is supposed to put you in a different place or tell you a story. I think he's more of like a single guy, someone that just has singles. And honestly, I was just expecting an album of maybe nine to ten songs of all just really banging singles, you know? And because, I mean, because that's what I was expecting from him. Like, maybe, and three of the songs, was, maybe I've heard them before, and the many seven are just like singles. Like, I wasn't expecting 19 songs at all. Like, most of them were like a repetition of, of um, I don't know, of, of his sound, sound. basically. I, I, I yeah. don't think um, I don't think he necessarily has a sound per se. I think he's just he's, he hasn't found his sound per se. You know, what so Alex has a sound. I I know I know he has a sound, but I feel like some of the songs are on there. I've like kind of heard them in different artists, like especially this year like some songs on there i think i've heard them before maybe he's using the same producers or i don't know what it is what it was but i definitely had that like i definitely 
felt like I've heard some of the songs on, on his album before, but that was just my take on it. I didn't really like it. It was it's an average project to me. That's what I'll say. Jay, what do you think? I mean, I mean, for me, I just think like for an artist, like if you're gonna, you know, on an album, you should once you once you're done like telling whatever story you're trying to tell, like you don't need. You don't necessarily need like 21 songs on an album or like 18 songs. Like take uh, Mayor Kung for an example. He's dropping an album like next next two weeks or something. And it's just 14 songs there about on the album. That's that's the kind of album like people are going to love because if it's packed with good music, people just, it's short and people can listen to all those songs and, you know, have a lot of favorites on there compared to like if you have say 21 songs on there like it's just too many songs from people for people to choose from you know mm, okay i mean i hear that for sure because i feel like i don't know how many songs i feel sure his song his album has like 17 right 16 or 17 i'm checking right now so just but like but but here's the thing though i don't and that's why i, I use i use the precursor of, yeah it has 17 songs i think i okay. use the line of um it being yeah that's what i meant so look let me let me just read them to you so panana is a, is already out there the mm-hmm. songs that i think people are going to love off this album are bad featuring yemi alade radio featuring mologo and sneakbo same girl featuring davido and especially which is the second song the other songs I think other people would like. There's girls that like Malik Berry, so crazy. There's like girls that like mm-hmm. dunk, like dunk, people like Duncan Mighty. I don't count mm-hmm. MC Lively's skit because that Six. one makes it 17, so that's really 16. Mm-hmm. So literally, you have now you have like seven out of like which eight, you really only need 50 percent of the of the album to bang. So like, you know, I think I I, I think the mis- no, it's not a mistake. I don't think it's a mistake. I think it was their approach. Their approach was. I want to give these people, and even the f- intro is one, it's like one minute and something. It's not really oh, a yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think he was, like, trying to, like, be like, look, I'm not just panana, panana for you. I want to, like, show you guys that I can do other things, be romantic here, you know, be soft here, be party here, which, for a de- that's what I'm saying, for a debut album, we're, like, we're not all, for a debut album, we're not always going to get Superstar by Wizkid. Like, let's sure. just... Like that's just sure. standard. Because here's the thing. My biggest fear now is techno. Techno has never dropped an album. Do you know how many years techno has been out in the industry? Has been in he has the never year. dropped an album. Mm-hmm. And my fear is like techno and uh, what's this other guy's name? There's another guy. I, I think it's yeah, Miracle. I'm worried that those two, because they make so so many hits as singles, will like make the mistake someone like ricardo banks or lax made where they want to like load up all the this their hits onto one project and then like uh-huh. they overwhelm people but then again um you know i think people are you know they'll they'll, they'll get it right but I, I think i think it's an okay project i don't think it's like you know i don't think it's a it's number one but i think it's it's a number top for the for the month or something i don't know we'll see uh, we'll i see would what... say though the like you said the features on there are really good though like the ones with uh Malik berry i mean they're standouts Malik berry mologo and i i, I don't i didn't really like the david one but Duncan mighty one was was good too and i honestly thought i honestly thought the mc live this game was funny just, I, just no funny. i thought it was funny <laughs> i just i just didn't think 
And here's my other thing with skits, by the way. And this is also a word to Jerry because, you know, eventually you're going to release an album. So let me just so tell definitely. you right now. If I'm, to, <laughs> if I'm going to skip this skit, if you put a skit in, I'm going to skip it. If, you, if it sounds yeah. like this. We know it's a skit. So, like, there's a part, if you listen to MC Lively, maybe it's just because I, I know, I picture, when, when I'm telling a story, audio or, or written, like, I picture what people are doing. You can tell that right. he's, like, he's he's, like, trying to get everything he wants to say into the one minute something something one minute right and it's like you can tell like there's certain things that just didn't gel that he quickly said and it's like bruh like no (laughs) and then it's like the skit doesn't even connect with the song before or after so it's like can you figure out a way to make sure that the song like the the skit and the song like let it be a lead into the next song or something, but yeah. like, don't just give me some random shit midway through the album, like, right? You know, my thing about skits is that like, I just don't know, like, why do you have to have a skit on an album? Like, I see that's what I'm saying, like, it's part of a story, right? So, let me give you an example. If everybody, I was gonna highlight this today, but like, everybody should listen to Village by Jacob Banks. In that song, there's a line, there's a song called Grown Up, where his grandma calls him on like she she leaves a voicemail or whatever and he like puts the voicemail on there and that's the beginning of the song and then he proceeds to sing about being an adult and like growing up and like it makes sense because it's part of a story right right not the one right. that you're not gonna just give me some random like have you listened some to the LX? Mm-hmm. when after i just finished crying or off uh, about my ex leaving like come on you're right come on now um, that, make, that makes sense. So I I, I think well, I also just think that, that part of that comes with like maturity and like time. So you know we'll give him that. Um, all right, moving on from albums to other things. Um, I wanted to ask you guys this question, right? So this <laughs> okay, a few a few things I'm going to run through happened on the timeline um, on Twitter or social media this past weekend. So. Imagine if oh, this is really weird to ask because you all of you on here are guys. Um, damn. Okay, so, <laughs> so I'm just gonna run it like this. Let's assume. Oh, uh, this is perfect. Oh, see what my brain. My brain just quickly revamped that scenario to fit. <laughs> all right. So let's say you are. Do all of you have sisters? I know my brother has a sister. No. Right? Dad, you don't have sisters. No. Jerry, do you have sisters? I okay, cool. Dad, let's imagine that you have a sister. Um, okay. So let's say you are you're spending the weekend with your sister and her husband. The husband goes out, you know, with his friends, gets comes back home, and while she's get helping him like take off his clothes or whatever, she finds a condom stuffed up his ass. Mm. <laughs> Ah! What do you help her? What 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 do you, what, what do you think her reaction is gonna be? What do you think? How do you think she gonna feel? How's this gonna go? My sister will probably beat up, beat up her man. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a slap or two, man. First before listening to anything. Ah ah. I don't know. That's just wild. <laughs> Oh, but the guy played himself it's too much. Uh, bro, like, let's be clear. What's this going is co- on here? Like, like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, <laughs> I think my own sister, well, the sister I don't have, wants to understand because 
she, I don't understand how he got caught on his in his arms. I mean, maybe maybe it was just doing a scorcher in this in the, in the environment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't. I, I was. I don't know. That's just wild. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, what would you? <laughs> no. What if? What if it was switched though? Like say, like if it was re- reversed. Say the, the, you know the. The sister who went out and then came back with like condom in her purse or something. <laughs> what did they do? Wait, wait, run that back. So let's say the, the uh, female, you know, went out with her friends or something and then came back with like a condom in her purse or something. Uh, see, this this is different, right? And I think there's a few different complexities to this. The first is like the issue of like cheating in a relationship in a marriage right the second is like the same sex or no same sex homophobia type of view because like if it was that he slept with the girl the woman the level of outrage will be there but it'd be different but i feel i feel like in this scenario it'd be different which is problematic because like he cheated, period. It doesn't matter who he cheated on, with or who or whatever. And, like, I think when I, well, even when I this, I saw the scenario or I pitched it to, to people, like, that's the stance, stance I always sort of came from of, like, I don't care who you slept with or who was up or who was down, who the receiver or giver. <laughs> the issue was you slept with someone. Point blank, period. That's like any other thing is like is like going to Best Buy and buying a, a TV and adding extra things onto it. Like <laughs> anybody need that shit? Like you done at that point? It's 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 over. You can be going to your father's house or your mother's house, whatever the situation is. Like honestly, I think that's it's the same thing for me. Like if that happens, like what are you still doing? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't I I mean, hey, you know there's there's this saying that you always just pray that you never get put in certain situations because you never know what will happen in that in that particular instance. Um all right, so this other one happened and I think this one is like more strictly for the ladies. So use the hashtag and let us know what you think, uh what what you do in this particular situation. So I saw over the weekend that somebody got proposed to but it was a surprise proposal proposal and she didn't know she was getting proposed to so for them to take the picture her best friend put the ring on her finger and posed to help i saw that i saw that go ahead (laughs) to help her take the picture so my question for the ladies and for podcast gang is if you got proposed to and it was a surprise, but like you wanted to capture the moment, would you let your friend, your best friend, not just a random friend, your best friend wear your ring to take a picture? Because if you see the, if you see the, um, and I'm so glad I DM'd it to myself so I wouldn't, I wouldn't lose it. Um, if you see the pic, the post, like I'm, I'll be surprised if it doesn't have. Yeah, it almost has a million retweets now. But I'm going to use the hashtag um, to like, so you guys can go see it. But 
um, her best friend basically like puts the ring on and like crouches outside the frame of the shot and then takes the picture. My question is. <laughs> That's low key funny, man. That's low key funny, man. Oh, Wait, so like, <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say. The first person I asked about this said, um, they would, um, what's it called? She said that they would, um, they would leave. Like they would never let their friend wear the ring. Like, so my my thing is like, I I don't know. Like, is it is it that deep? Like, cause somebody just said I'll just wait until I get my nails done before I take photos. Mm-hmm. To be like, I wanted to throw shade yesterday when because I, I asked someone. Right after I saw it, I asked someone, I was like, would you, um, and she was like, no, the, 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 the outrage that I would, <laughs> that I could suggest such. She was like, no, I was like, ah, auntie, why not? She was like, cause that's my ring. And I was like, but, you know, of course she's like, oh, well, you know, um, you have, you have like, how do I put it? Um, you have some people that are like, oh, you know, you have to propose when the person is like prepared, but like in her, in that situation, if you go down on the thread, she's a nurse and like she, she she's not allowed to get her nails done, I guess. Um, and it was a surprise proposal, so she couldn't he couldn't be like, hey, go get your nails done, and then like, you know, she would figure it out, but like. Maybe it's just me, because I'm the same person that doesn't care if somebody proposes to someone at my wedding. Because, but like, right. I think women deep this thing so hard. Because, so hard, yeah. Because the, the level of outrage was so hilarious to me. Because I was like, it's just a fucking picture. It's like, yeah. Like, and then it's like, if you want to, so this is not the part that's like trippy for me, right? So if you don't go home to go and re put the ring on, to recreate this, the the experience, isn't that isn't that even more corny than like having your best friend just wear it for the picture? Right, 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 right. Like maybe it's just me. The way I always think about it, I'm like, oh, you know, we could be like sitting down as a family ten years from now, our friends are over, and we're like, Sally, remember how you like you're the one who's like you you know you're the one who's actually wearing the ring in this picture, and like people are like, no, oh my god, mm. I you know, and it'd be some memorable shit, but like, yeah. <laughs> like nah. Actually, but you know what? Um, if you are like, um, what's it, how do I put it? If you, <laughs> if you're one of those people that that be praying for the ring for the last seven years, <laughs> of course, they when they finally way, give you, <laughs> you're not going to share with anybody else. Because I'm like, I don't know. Like, hey, I, I you know, and then I, I changed the question and I asked. If you were, so let's say, you know, a hypothetical situation again for ladies out there. You're supposed to go to your wedding dress fitting. You found the dress. You're supposed to go to the fitting. You're supposed to go there with your best friend, right? Your best friend is coming from a different location. You're coming from a different location. Whatever happens, you're stuck in traffic. You can't make it. 
will you allow your but you need to like that dress needs to be tested that day uh-huh. or they're going to close will you allow your best friend to try the dress on nah, and nah. <laughs> nah, don't voila. you know it's like competition with themselves like that one can't go no that's right that's i can right. see where i can see where my dress what do you mean see that's i think my wedding day. i think uh-uh. I, i'm actually with that i'm with the dress one more than the ring because it's an engagement why, why? ring. I mean, it's an engage- It's not a wedding ring. Yeah. Okay. Uh, engagement at the end, though. Create that to just wait another day to go get the dress. I guess. Like, I mean, it's possible now. But what if it's one of those situations where it's like it's the like the couple days before the wedding or something, and like you're not gonna have any more time or something, or like the, or they need to make alterations. I don't know some shit like that. But like, so, I just thought, <laughs> I just thought it was funny because hey, what do I know? Is there a way you can switch, flip it so like we guys can maybe? Um, I mean, I don't can... think. Would you care? If, would you care if your if your your best friend needed to try your tux on? Nah. That's honestly, what yeah, honestly, I think <laughs> I think for us, I don't, I don't think we care as much. I bet. I bet nah. you. I bet you that if I ask this question, some people would be like, like, it's only the only thing is that women can't not be in the. In the what's it called? Um, I know somebody said this question is maybe because nobody else can feel it. Anyways, um, I think um, the part that's like funny to me is if you look at like kind of just how we share things, maybe just guys. I think there's just like the expectation that like people don't give a shit about stuff like that. Um, but then I was and I was like thinking of all the things that people would be like, no, it can't happen. Because I've heard some people say, no, you can't propose at my wedding. You can't even propose at my rehearsal dinner. Um, you know, you can't propose on my birthday. Um, or you can't make my birthday about you. Now nah, you cannot, you know. Even though this is, I, I think it's cute. Because this, this story about this friend with the ring, I think it's a cute thing for the best friend yeah. to like. Because if you see the first picture, you would never know yeah. that it was her, the best friend's hand. Like, I just I was mind blown by by the ingenuity. I was like, oh, that's freaking genius! And like, yeah. that's a cool story to tell your kids twenty five years from now when you're passing oh. the ring off to someone. Else. I don't know, just I don't know. Yeah, Maybe but, but, just on, on, but the but the bad part is, what if like your husband has a relationship or affair with your best friend in the future? I will now be deep uh. because. <laughs> <laughs> and he now removes the ring and gives it to her. You know, I didn't be that would be deep, but I hear you. I hear you. But hey, you know, life is life. Shit happens. And um, you know. But anyways, let me know if you have um if 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 you think I'm still yet to find I am for the women that are responding right now, I'm still yet to find anyone that's been like um you know yeah, I don't care. It's not that deep, but maybe they exist. But let me know. Um, use the hashtag and let us know. Um, something else happened last week. Somebody gave was it like fifteen hundred dollars. Like somebody just randomly sent it to someone's cash app. Um, to take like it was like something like take care of yourself, whatever. And I was wondering, you know, there's also this wave of anonymous people buying stuff for people on on social media. And I'm just curious as to like, she she ugly ni more ugly ni, 
that bro, nobody have thought to buy me. I like my dancing. You, have you to know, be asking now. nobody have thought to buy me <laughs> anonymous <laughs> gift because hmm. what do you even need from me? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Tell me what you need, and I can begin to work on it because <laughs> I'm not understanding how everybody are getting. They are getting cologne. They are getting money. Some people are getting. They're getting food. Me, yeah. it's just you know, you know what I LOL think under my pictures. I think it's pride because I've I've concluded that it's pride because I need to put my snap, snap or what they call it, cash up out there because all these people they always put cash up and they are ready to you know <laughs> they are ready to collect money anytime. So I feel like that's it. People will be asking for cash up name out. I don't give because I'm I'm too proud. But wait, I'm wait, 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 I'm wait, 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 wait. Wait, people ask you for your cash app and you are proud in. They're not asking me, they're asking in general. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Like when people say drop your cash app, yeah, that, that stuff, or something like that. Oh, see, that one, that one, I don't, that one, I don't participate because those people are always lying. They don't actually give you, like, yeah. they don't actually give you money, you know, it's a lie. But this one just want publicity, man. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, they just want they want they want the publicity. They want people to follow them and mm-hmm. for and real. And it's not even good money. Small money. It's not fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> ah, fifteen hundred. Me, I just want to know the people that are out here anonymously giving people stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, even if it's publicity, you want as long as fifteen hundred dollars, I give him. I'll give you the publicity. because me <laughs> people are giving people money. To, you know, people said you don't SMS, you don't love us enough, you don't show us enough love uh-huh. to even be receiving gifts. Modaro, wow! So you think me being here consistently every Monday is not love? Abi, ah, ah, you show yourself, you show your real self outside. Okay, okay. okay. I, I mean, that's not what you're supposed to say, so I me mean, come on. They should tell us what we need to do so we can show them. Actually, the you know what? Yeah, yeah, the love that you said we're not showing. Please tell us how we uh-huh. need to show the love. That's the real thing. So, so we can we begin. Can so we love. can. So we can begin to, you know, <laughs> she's gonna begin to show you. Can begin to do what you want. The love, show you the love that you really want. Um, me, yeah. I want to say this. is What I want to say right now in this on this issue. If you're not giving me money and I cut my hair and I'm looking fly. And I post a picture, and I, and one person I'm talking to is on this timeline right now. And you enter my DMs to tell me that I should delete my picture, or I should remove it, or am I am I being a hoe? Or Omar Blow, Thunder will fire you <laughs> because you are not yet contributing to my slay, and you want to be part of the people that want to pull me down and out of the way. Don't let the devil use you, and do not be a daughter of Jezebel. I've said my own. To be for one is to be one hand. That's all. Eh? I said daughter of Jezebel. Ah, they're everywhere, you know. I've just, I've said my own. So that all of us can just be ready now to know that this is the, this is the battle that we're in. Um, Alright, cool. So, I just want to say on today's show that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a very complex topic. Um, and I say it's complex because it's not, I don't think there's one it's not one size fits all and it's not a clear cut conversation like consent or you know 
emotional abuse or shit like that. So everybody has different takes. Everybody has different angles. So that we're going to talk about it. The lines are going to be open. You can call us, 716-220-8552, or you can Skype us at Giddy Lounge um, to join the conversation as well. But we're going to be talking about this idea of men or people in general, you know, operating with, the, uh, you know, a financial clock or a biological clock. Especially with some new research that's come out recently saying that men might actually need to get on their ass or get off their ass and start moving because the clock is ticking for them as well. Um, or us, I should say. So, you know, they say men wait till their money is right and women move with the ticking clock in mind. Uh, we, I personally don't agree with that entirely, but I'd like to know what everyone thinks. I'd like to, you know, you'll be part of this conversation and learn from you guys as well. So we're going to be talking financial clock, biological clock. Is there, is this a myth? Do people even give a shit at all or not? But we'll see. Um, but it's the rant show. It's getting on the radio. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive right into it. Don't go nowhere. Cause if you do, I'll, I'll freaking find you and it ain't going to be pretty, but okay. That sounds very threatening. Cause I don't have BI to come out and find me. But yeah, this is a rant show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I I you should totally go check that mailbox, sweetie. Go check it right now. Go, okay, go check it. All right, we'll be right, we'll be right back. Yes, y'all, my name is Emma Abaga, and you are listening to The Rants on Giddy Lounge Radio. Keep it locked.
When memory betrays the young, still I will always be yours. My shadows will become your own. Take me wherever you go. You know I'll always be yours. Too many lives, I done died a hundred times Tied the front of the other side, now we on the better side So the million shows, niggas said I sold my soul When the money got my phone, my nigga the truth gotta is know The truth is naked, romantic, I kiss it Jerk with fish, I do what I want, no permission I do what I want, no permission Do what I want, no permission Fuck who I want, I ain't pimping Cash in my pocket, I'm limping Do what I want, no permission this is the money Olympics. I call my niggas my siblings. I call your niggas my bitches. I call run town, sprint town. Me and him run up, drip down. I did what you could and you pissed now. I tell a diamond, go Chris Brown. Yeah. Coca Cola, Cola, Mazda, go and Kamikaze. You're this motherfuckers. You don't have to like me, nigga. I excite me. Wish a nigga try me. Go and extra mile for my fucking money. I'ma call my boys, they gon' bring the noise I'ma make some calls, they gon' open doors It's called power moves, and I run the shit I'm gonna succeed, I admit I'm the one to blame, I'm the one I gotta city up Fuck some commas up, fuck some commas Now they know what's up, don't know what you thought Don't know what the fuck you thought this was Kicking your door down, no permission, no Influential, presidential, everything shot Nigga like me can't never be no coward I'm all about peace and positive to let real life shit go down I'm all about money and yash I fucked to the first hour I buy her a purse now, then I burst in the mouth Dirt shower, you deserve to smile <laughs> Permission, sound God I got way too many lives, I done died a hundred times Tied the front of the other side, now we on the better side Sold a million shows, niggas said I sold my soul When the money got my phone, my nigga gotta go Thank you for the ride. 
to say is if the rant show is live and you're not listening you will end up in my donuts Keeps Me Going off the Village album by Jacob Banks. You listen to No Permission by Runtown and Nasty C. And you listen to Ride With You featuring Effia by Fumbi off his new album Serenade. Make sure you download, subscribe, stream, get iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, notjustok.com. But legally, 
legally stream and legally download, especially if they're Nigerian, just saying, or African. If they're white or from another place, I don't give a fuck. But, like, you know, if they're Nigerian, do what you got to do. So that means that if you need to go on bootleg or on a Grandi's album or Grandi, I don't really care. I'm not going to report you. But, like, pay for that Fumbi album. Pay for that LAX album. You know, especially with your conversion rates, you put some bread on their table and things like that. So they can use it to stunt on you in December when you're not be able to enter the same club with them. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, my chest. Actually, you know what I just thought about that? I'm not buying the album again because <laughs> I'll not encourage you to buy it. Everybody will not buy the album. We're not going to 57 and then LAX will be in a sectioned off area drinking bottles of $1 million bottle. I mean, I cannot even approach. I don't want to. Yeah, okay, what, what kind of hit are you? Ah. One million dollar. Ah, I, I just. <laughs> All is well. Though. Let me be salty, <laughs> peace. Um. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, for some of you, um, you may have had this conversation before. Um, either you've had it directly or indirectly. Either you've had it, you know, with Jesus, or you've had it with your mom. Or every time you go to a Nigerian wedding, they're like, oh, we'll do your own, oh, your time will soon come. You know, we're praying for you. If you're a guy, when are you going to bring a wife? Uh, just bring a girl. Any girl. If you are a, you know, uh, what's it called? They will say, um, you know, if you're a woman, they're like, you know, your mates are getting married. You know, you know you want to have babies. It's good to always have babies early. So, yeah, they're always keeping you, you know, the African community, the black community is always trying to help you remember that you have eggs and um, as a gentleman, you have spam and you need to use it. So tonight we're going to talk about this idea of the financial clock and biological clock. Um, is it really important? Do people even think about it? Do people give a shit about it? Is it just like a myth? I don't know. And I want to talk to you guys about it tonight. So... Um, before we get started, though, I want, I think we, I don't know if everybody saw the video, um, the, uh, what's it called, the Steve Harvey video, um, there was a lady at his show that came up during the, at, you know, Hey Steve section where you can ask him any question, and she said she was engaged with a man who, or to a man, sorry, and you know, he wasn't trying to advance to the next level as quickly as she wanted to. So she wanted to know, she basically broke it off. Um, and she wanted to know if she like, she cut him off completely. And Steve was basically saying, like going through a bunch of different, asking her some questions to get more of an idea of what she was talking about. And, she was like, oh, you know, he's 27. She was like, oh, so he... And then she, he asked the question, questions, does he have the, his dream job? Can, does he, Do they have together, do they have enough money to raise a, a family? And um, can he give her all the things that she wants financially? And she said no to all of those questions. And then he said, women have a biological clock and men have a financial clock. So I'm gonna start there. From that statement, that question, that statement alone, do you guys agree? Um, I I would definitely say I I agree in the sense that 
that's the norm. Like men do have a financial clock, and and women do have a biological clock. And I think it's because of uh, society standards. I think I believe that uh, society has made men and women predisposed to. I mean, let me start off with men. Men predisposed to thinking that they have to reach a particular financial standing before they can get married because mm-hmm. uh, um, society has made men the providers of providers in a family or in a household. So every man wants to be able to provide and sufficiently provide for his family before he goes into marriage. Likewise for the woman. Um, women they don't necessarily have to provide for the family, but they're like, they've been taught that their, their end goal is to get married. So after college or whatever the case may be, thank God women are, lost, women are going to college now, but after college, they, um, the next thing is marriage. That's what they're, they're looking forward to. So that's why they, they, they're working on a biological clock, like, like age, age wise and stuff like that. So, and, Men and women are just a product of society, so I think that's why it's that way. But um, to answer your question in particular, um, I don't necessarily think it's necessary. I don't think I don't believe in the financial clock or biology clock, biological biological clock. I think we should just. It doesn't really matter. I don't think it matters. I don't know if that answers the question, but yeah. Hmm. Okay. Jerry, what do you guys think? What do you think? Honestly, um, like what you said, for the most part, it's just been what, you know, the society has painted it to be. But honestly, for me, like, I don't think I'll be ready to start a family, though. Like, to to even to get married without, you know, being stable financially, because at the end of the day, you know, we're going to have a family together. I'm going to have a family together with my wife. Or that's the you know that's the hope or whatever like you want to be able to provide for for the kids whatever amount of kids you have you want to be able to provide for them so like in as much as it might not be um it might not be the way it is like been like the financial clock and all of that i still you know i, I still would want that for myself and my family so to speak mm. So, like, I think, I, I mean, I, I hear that. Um, I guess the part that I'm, like, kind of thinking about is, like, I've always come from it from a standpoint of, like, both parties should just be the best that they can be. Mm. Um, and, you know, that, that being men, that being women, like, live your best life shoot for what you want or whatever the case is um where i am a little bit concerned is when you start to look at like the burden that comes from one one like gender um having to like fit into like this like the norm or like whatever norm whatever the society says the norm is um for example it's like i do i okay i mean actually let me just let me use myself as an example I personally have, up until this year, I don't think I have ever operated with like any sense, like idea of a biological clock. Like, 
the only way that I've considered the biological clock is like I want to be old enough. Oh, sorry, I want to be like I want to have enough of a spring in my step to like run around with my kids, um, you know, take them to sports and stuff like that. Like I don't want to be an old dad if that makes sense. Um, but I I think so. I, I think recently I've started to think like oh you know like maybe moms need to start like thinking about you know you know settling down that type of stuff and like not even just settling down but like settling down because settling down is different from having kids because like you could like i could get married right now and be like look babe let's chill for three years and then we're not get we're not start having you know children like that's you know it varies but the one that's been ticking in my head since i left college is a financial clock like is my money right is my credit right you know, if something were to happen right now, like, where would I be? What stage would I be? Would I be able to handle things? And the way I think about that is, like, one of the things that put it more into perspective for me was, like, 2016 when I got, um, when I had my first surgery. And I had to, like, go on, on disability for a bit or workers' comp or whatever that thing is. And, like, the government only give in California at least, they only give you, like, 55, 55% of your salary or what you have made especially if the injury didn't happen while you were at work. And I was like, yo, like, first of all, you ate into everything I had. Like all the money I had was gone. And I said, somebody now said, I should come and marry and bring children at this, at this stage with one leg and no money. Ah, no, it can't pause. And like, since then I've just been like, how do we get the, how do we get the, the bag to be bigger than you know starting a family or like getting or getting married and i think now as i'm getting a little bit older like it's starting to become more of like an eve not even i think the money part getting more money is still like more important to me but like i think it's like i'm not actively having to like be like okay let's start to seriously consider this whole like being with someone situation um do you ever feel like you don't you completely ignore the biological clock piece because like you're just like focused on getting money and like building yourself or like what do you guys think uh, yeah i absolutely ignore the biological clock like i don't have like a time where a time frame where i necessarily wanna like get married I, well i haven't thought about it but you, we did bring up a good point where i want to be as agile as i want as very i, I want to be agile enough to be able to play with my kids and whatnot but I haven't necessarily thought about it. Um, what I have done, though, well, I don't know if this is paying attention to the biological clock, but I, <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to be necessarily older than thirty-five before I get married, and that's always been that. That's the least I, I have done, like concerning the biological clock, because I feel like around that age is prime time to get married. I want to be able to have all the fun i can before your i get ass, married your ass want to wait till you're 35 to get married it, ideally you know not, not, not so how so how old how old the woman you gonna marry 30. then huh how old is the woman you think you're gonna marry then <laughs> how old is she gonna be i don't yeah. know whatever age she is I don't, that's the thing i don't i don't it doesn't matter to me the biological clock like it's just when i'm ready that's what matters to me right. and and honestly that's where then that falls under like the financial clock really because that's really what really matters at the end of the day like if my if i was ready financially now and i'm 23 now 
Like, it doesn't matter. I could get married next year. So, so really. that, that bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> no, no, no. I, call, no, no. I, call, I, said, I could. I could. That doesn't mean that it's going to happen. It could take way, way, way longer. But I really, I could. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm just trying to say I'm not, I don't really care about the bi- bi- biological clock. Okay. Jay, you're going to say? What did you say? I thought you were gonna. I thought you were about to say something. Um, no, I was just. I was just agreeing with him. I. I just. I care. Huh? I kind of care. What? Tell me more about that. What do you care? What's 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 on your mind? Well, first I'll say, for men is more financial. Women is more biological. But I think both men and women like they both have they have both clocks. But men just have the financial one, you know, it's more of a focus, and women have the biological one, more of a focus. For me, like, I want to make sure I'm set, so I don't want to wait till I'm 35, because I already plan to be set by 25, so, like, that's already my plan, to be set by then. So, 25, I'm ready to marry. That's not even a, that's not even a crazy idea for me, like, 25 years old, I'll be ready to marry. crazy gone. 25, oh, you crazy girl. Wait now, I mean, what's the idea? What's this? What's the idea that that you know young people can't get married? Like, what's the, exactly? What's the idea? No, I mean, I I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't think that's a thing at all. Even this financial clock and the biological clock, I don't think that's a thing, honestly. Because at the end of the day, I do think. Like you were talking about earlier, everybody should be able to fend for themselves. Everybody should be an individual. And I feel like ideally a partner uh, marriage is a partnership between two people and two people are bringing like something to the table at the end of the day. So even if I'm not financially stable and like that, I could still get married. It doesn't, we don't have to, I could still marry next year or whenever. It doesn't, it's just personally, I'd rather wait till I'm stable before I get married. Yeah. Stability. I think... I I mean I don't I'm not against people getting married at 25. I know I know it's harder in this age and time for it to work. But like the thing that people don't like like recognize is like a lot of chronological age doesn't always align with experiences in my opinion. Um because I remember I graduated high school at 15 and a half. Um I was ready in college by 15 and a half and you know, yeah. by the time I was like graduating at, you know, 20, I had people who were like, you know, 23, 24, 25 graduating in the same class as me. So, like, if I fell in love with someone in like college, like, and I married that person because like four years later I'd finished working and then they were 29 and I was 26, like, I, like, it's, does it, if like the maturity is there and money is there, like, do you fucking you? But the thing that used to crack me up about the age thing was like, I used to always think, and I used to, this is what I used to tease my mom before when I was when I was uh, you know younger. I used to be like, I wanted to marry early. She was like, No, you're gonna marry at this time. And I was like, No, I want to. I want to marry early. I was like, Okay, let me think about this. What does a pastor's son that has a good relationship with God and trying to live his life right? have to do any more in life after you're finished graduating you've gotten the job that you want you're experiencing life like you're being impactful in your community and your family so are you just supposed to be using that money to be carrying different women all around or you don't get married 
Um, and then she was like, "Oh, when you put it like that," I was like, "Yeah, there you go." So if somebody, if that, if that stage is like twenty five or twenty six, like, and that person is ready and they know they're with the person that they want to be with, hey, do you all the best. Um, I do know that a lot of people go through life and experience things and then start to realize that that time f- timeline is not like, you know, realistic. Um, but hey, you know life that, that's one thing that's like true about life is like the the same thing doesn't work for everybody true and like some people waited till they were 30 before they did it and like they ended before they were 32 some people did it when they were 21 and they're still doing it now so you know it's just knowing what works for you and like yeah. at least knowing what god wants for you basically is just what i what i see i don't know um but let me ask you guys this right do 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 like and this is even cool that it's just gentlemen that are here right now do you do like does money really prevent men from being with women has has any one of you here decided not to be uh, be with a woman or take it seriously with a woman because of money and ladies has a man ever told you that he can't seriously be with you because of like his financial status or like the stage that he was in financially um Personally, no, but mm-hmm. but I can definitely see how uh, money can be an issue for a man in a relationship because, again, it goes back to the society thing. Men are already supposed to feel like they have to have money. That's the only thing men feel like they can provide in a relationship. So when they cannot do that and they see that this woman, at any point, they feel like this woman, that's what she's looking for. And at any point in time, if another man with Range Rover come and pack, beside her it's over so and they don't want to feel like that they don't want to feel it, it's it's it, at the end it's a security it's your ego it's pride whatever it, you want to call it that's it because they don't want to feel like oh one day somebody range over and just come and pick up my babe and that's it so so that's why they will quickly highlight those tell the babe hey babe see i don't my money is not correct here and there. You know what's going to do you when I'm ready, if I can come back, like I will. But if God, whatever, if God makes it, if God says it is so, it will be so. So that I can see how it can happen. But I, I, personally, it hasn't happened to me. I, I don't think I, I, I think I'm, I think, again, it goes back to being insecure, whatever about your stand or where you are in life or whatever <laughs> well, what i'm trying to say but you get the one i'm trying to say though yeah i mean i get that all right okay let me hear what, what jerry and, and uh joshua what do you guys think um yeah so for me it's never it's never it's, it's never happened where like a girl told me oh no she can't be with me or something because I, I didn't have money or anything but um money does it it does play an important role you know in situations like that sometimes but like it, it also comes down to the girl like if you're not going to be with me because i don't have money now like are you really trying to be with me for the money or like you're trying to be with me for you know what you see us being in the future or like what we can achieve as a unit more than oh as this guy who's just pouring out money you know I don't, I, don't think, I don't think anybody should want to be with a broke person, man or woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't. I think. I think. I'm. I'm completely for women going for men that have money. Like, 
Uh-huh. As yeah. long as that's not the primary focus, like, do not like love is sweet when money is love. inside. <laughs> when money enters, like, love is yeah. sweet when money is so fucking inside. So, and there's nothing worse than survived love because it will be see you can't even pay see you know how somebody can stress you and can just throw money at them and be like go and do, you know take this card go and go and shop or let me just buy a gift and she'll shut up when you're both broke together ah uh, oh jesus I, I can, I, I love cannot be present Mm-mm. <laughs> nah i honestly think it's, love is sweeter when there wasn't money before and then eventually you get money I will okay, say person then. No. Uh, do you think that person is T B there? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the girl. Like not all girls are gonna go through all that shit, to be honest. Like but some, you know, they they like to humble themselves. So they will stay. Joshua, you're gonna say something. On that note. On that note, I think there's there's a difference between poor and broke. Mm. I'll date mm. somebody that's poor but not somebody that's broke. There's a big difference. Mm-hmm. What, so what, is, what, what does that mean? Broke, broke is their mentality, man. Broke is like you don't have the drive to get to get it. Poor is just like in the in this current moment, I don't have money. There's a big difference between the two. So I'll date a girl that doesn't have money but has a, a end goal or a drive or passion that will make money at the end of the day. But if you just you don't have money and you're not doing anything, you're not working hard, you're not grinding, that one is broke and I can't I can't do that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean that, that makes sense. I never really. I thought you were gonna go on some one of those. Um, what's that guy's name? That motivational speaker. Nah, nah. The, one, the one that's Gary V. No, that is is African. Is an African American guy. There's like a video of him where he's like, um, some something beast. Like if you're a beast, like you gonna wake up and get it before them, or some something like. Just shout. He likes to shout, chat. That's all I remember about him. Um. <laughs> But I, I do I do agree that um you know it's how do I put it now it's um it's really important to it's cooler when you make the money together when you grind together or like when you're like yeah. almost like kind of like kind of like oh you know we're in school we both graduate we both get really good jobs and all of a sudden we went from like you know ramen and apple cider dates to like ordering a bottle when we go to dinner like. That type of yeah. like it's cute, but like it's not realistic because more often than not, you and the other person are not in the same space in life. It, and sometimes it literally could be you are the one who's working while she's in medical school, or and like if you've ever been with someone who's in medical school and who's actually not working, like yeah, it's an experience because <laughs> their level of broke is different. Um, so like I get I, I I get the the idea of wanting to like my only thing is like it should never make you like it should never make you like the the absence of money or the quest for the money should never make you like shackle the rest of your life like exactly. oh I'm not going to be happy with this person because I don't have money like. You know that that mentality is the one that I feel like is problematic for people. Like, it's okay to not have, but like, don't take it away because more often than not, 
you saying you don't want to be in a relationship because you don't have money. A lot of times, even when you get the money, you still don't. You find another reason to not be in the relationship. Be in a relationship. Yeah. Um. You know. So like, that's a problem. However, where you dice it, but like the the next question I have for you guys is now is not very simple. Like, if you were approached today by an older woman with more money than you. That no 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 that <laughs> that you know she's ready I'd to be, be in a relationship and to have babies. Hmm? <laughs> 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 ah, would you consider it or would you be intimidated by it? She's ready to have babies. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like she's like hello I would date you but like my biological clock is ticking. I'm still a small boy, though. Relax. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do I are we in a relationship or whatnot? And now you've entered a relationship, I mean, and then why, she's why like, not, you know. If not, I mean, if she's if she's stable, if that's if she's stable and she can take care of the family and everything, then mm-hmm. she, why not? If not, if, if, I mean, I'm in a relationship with this person. Why am I in a relationship with her? So we can I mean, get married in the future. So if she's stable and she not everybody's like, oh, intention is to get into a relationship to get married, now. Huh? Not everybody's goal is to get into a relationship to get married. Sometimes it's for experience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. True. True that. True that. But like, if I'm in a relationship with a woman and I decide, okay, maybe me too. Like, what am I waiting for? It's time to get married. Then why not? I'm down. Okay. Uh, this at this stage in life, me, I'm not ready. Let me ask ladies this question. So, so oh, by the way, sorry, the lines are open. By the way, um, and if you'd like to respond to this question, call us seven one six two two zero eight five five two or Skype us at Giddy Lounge. Um, if ladies, if you look, this, let me just read the question. Will you wait if a man tells you that he is ready, emotionally but not financially ready? So basically, you would have like a two to three year engagement. Or a really small wedding in that moment, what would you go with? Use the hashtag, let us know what you would do if that was you in that situation. Um, I personally don't think I would ever say that out loud to a woman that I was with, but I've seen crazier things happen in this world. Um, but don't you think she would even know that already? Like, if that, that that's your reason, if you say okay, if you guys are, if you just get engaged and you don't get married to her in time or whatever. Um, I I don't think so. I think some people know and some people just don't know. Um, but like the bigger thing for me though is like some people just don't like plan ahead, kind of. I think a lot of people expect certain things, but like the actual planning towards it is like, you know, I think I think I'll ask this question right now, right? Because like we're on the financial side of things, right? We're about to move to the biological side, but like, how many people listening to this show right now actually can afford to start a family, or let's start a family is even a stretch to even have the wedding that they want right now. Like, men oh, men and women, like, a lot of people are just not, like, 
it's one of those things where like I will I want it, but like I might actually like it's like almost like fitness, like the body that you want. Like you really want it, but are you actually grinding for it? Yeah. Um but I don't know. But um we have two <sighs> I have two women on this call. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, one of which I'm actually really happy to to hear today, um, because you know, yeah, the other one I'm not so much. Um, but ladies, welcome to the show. We'll start with the recent birthday girl. Hello. Hi. Hi. Ah. You came into our show with us today. Please don't let demons use you today. I'm late. Uh, <laughs> yeah, demon. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah. What's popping? Much, nothing much, nothing much, nothing much. It's just chilling, max and relaxing, all cool. Okay, we're done. We're done with that. Um, other our other caller. Where are you calling from? Hello, it's Chi Chi from St. Louis. Hola, how's it going? Doing well, thanks. How are you? Hi, wife. Hi, Chi Chi. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Have you called? Have you called on on the show before? I think. Nigga, what? Um, Yeah, I've called before. What? I remember talking to Chi Chi before. (laughs) Before, I mean, there's a lot of chi but I have to- oh, <laughs> okay. So, the question I just asked, um, a couple minutes ago, let's start with that. Will you be okay if your man, your in a relationship right now, tells you that he's ready, but like. Doesn't want to make, doesn't want to elevate the relationship or woman, as you know, the case somebody. Um, but it's not ready to make the fine, like the next level commitment until they're financially ready, which could mean two to three years of engagement or just chilling or like still in your relationship. Or like if you know, let me actually just leave it at that. I don't want to add the extra. Would you be fine with that? Either of you ladies can start. Are you saying this is somebody I'm already in a relationship with? Or? Yeah, you're in a relationship with him. You're you're thinking about like, I want like maybe it's someone who's like I'm not gonna have kids outside of wedlock, for example. And then you're like, okay, well let's go ahead and get this done then. And they're like, well no, you know I want to wait a couple more years. I love you. I promise that I you're the one I want to be with. But like, I'm not ready to take it to the next level until my money is right and how long have we been together i don't know the hypothetical down to two and a half years and he wants to make more money for me to take in a divorce before we get married what's <laughs> 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 so thoughtful <laughs> definitely definitely sounds like some shit you evil woman would say um <laughs> <laughs> All right, what did you do? Um, I think for me, um, commitment, exclusivity, and monogamy is ultimately important. I'm not. When I was younger, I was really big on marriage. Right now, I can kind of just take it or leave it. And so, if what I'm changed? Trusted, 
What changed? Uh, realizing that marriage is like a scam and sucks for women. And women's lives get worse after marriage. So I'm just kind of like, because, um, you know, when women, like, especially research shows that when black women marry black men, their quality of life incredibly goes down. And since uh-huh. I stupidly don't date outside my race, uh, <laughs> that's something that I have to also be considerate about. And um, marriage as an institution, it's not that I'm against it. It's just that it's not as, like for me, the whole, I don't I don't know what my wedding will look like. I've never thought about my dress, wedding colors, what I want it to look like. So it's not as big of a pull. The the biggest thing would just be as long as that person's not trying to lead me on. That's where I have an issue with. Outside of that, I'm okay. If marriage was my goal, I probably wouldn't wait. But since marriage isn't necessarily my goal, it would just make it would just have to be that we're um, on the same page and a happy relationship, and we have the same end in mind. Okay. Um, Adi, how about you? Uh, personally, I'm actually in the position of the person who's asking their partner to wait. Um, my girlfriend is ready to get married now, is ready to start a family now. Yo, wait, um, yo, what? Can you, can you shut up? I just, I, hey, should be happening after if you talk to me. I don't know what's happening out here, but it's okay. Can you I don't be getting, okay, I just feel like, I just I feel know, like if we I have a conversation. I feel like if we have a conversation about something, like, and you make a move after we I, we have a conversation, I feel like I need a text message to like update me that you know this is what I did, nigga. Like I went I went against what you said, or like I went with what but you like, said, or like I, I did my own like, thing. But it's okay. It's okay. No, no, no. Like it's good. It's good. It's good. It's I find good. out six months later about important life decisions that you make. What's good for the goose is good for the ganda. Wow. Pet <laughs> This is why you have um, no ass, I swear. This is literally why you have no ass. But it's okay. It's a goal. First of all, that's not what my baby says. First Secondly, of all, I, okay. um, um, oh. proceed after hurting my feelings anyway, and saying, not answering my FaceTime call on your birthday when I called you. Okay, first of all, you should know better than to call me at like 11 at night, bro. Whoa, you a goddamn lie because I called you in the morning. Relax. Cecilia, so relax. You. Relax. I call people I care about. Um, you know, Cecilia, I'm gonna need you to like stop lying. I literally have screenshots to prove it, nigga. Stop lying. I called you in the morning. I called you when I tweeted at you as well. Don't play me. Don't try to play me. Don't, you didn't. Don't, anyway, don't do this. Forward. I'm trying to answer the question, and you're over here being an enemy of progress, as I was saying. Um, I'm the partner in the relationship who doesn't quite have her shit all the way together. Um, and I personally feel as though, you know, before I commit and before I say I'm going to be your partner and do this whole life shit with you for the rest of my days, I want to know that, like, not only are we good, but I'm good enough to have you, so... I definitely recognize that as being a stumbling block, but I also recognize that lesbianism is an entirely different situation from what cis had to go through. Mm -hmm. Um, And oftentimes 
men will ask women to wait for them who they have no intention of exactly actually spending the rest of their lives with. And I absolutely recognize that men will also require labor of women they they have no intention of spending the rest of their lives with. In fact, they'll do so knowing that this isn't the woman that they want to marry, but because it makes their life easier to have somebody who mm-hmm. thinks that they're, they're right or die, they'll clean up after you, they'll cook for you, they'll wash your clothes, they'll um, edit your Wait, resume. Wait, where y'all be finding these women? Oh, God. Well, I mean, here's a thing. Summit, 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 you're on here acting like accurate. we don't... <clears throat> anyway. Because, like, and even, like, oh. something similar that I put into the timeline is that... Because, you know, I tried to answer the question as best as I could, but ultimately the men that I date don't necessarily have that problem in regards to financials and waiting. Hello? So Hello? It's not something that I'm typically used to, so I tried to answer it the best that I could. But similar to what I put in the timeline is if men do have this financial clock and they only want to settle down when they are financially stable, then I think men and their cheerleaders need to stop shitting on women who prefer dating men with money because if you're not I don't think I don't think I actually don't think that here's the thing right I'm actually glad you made that point because recently I was like looking at there was a situation or an argument about something that I was like I a lot of times when certain things happen on like the timeline I have to like the outrage I feel is usually two-sided. One is like, I'm mad at the men that make us look bad. that are saying whatever <laughs> it is women are mad at. And then I'm also like, don't, don't get, don't make it personal. It's not about you. They're not talking about you specifically, but like, even then I'm like the men that you like ladies are talking about. I don't think those men are against marrying women that have money. Like, like right now, if I was going to like, if I was going to marry someone and a woman didn't ask me how much I made, or like even like be cons- like curious about it, like that's problematic because it probably means that she ain't got her own either, and like she probably just wants to eat my shit because like if she has her own, or it means that her money, or maybe her money is just that long. That that's what I'm saying. Like if she, or like she just got it way more than she doesn't give a fuck about mine, and I'm like shit, marry me, sis. Um, but like I don't care. Like I, I think that the men that I that I know that I like sort of advancing their lives and advancing their careers are usually trying to like look for women of like similar ilk and I don't think that you know the ones that are complaining about women going after people like anybody that like that's good at what they are at the version of themselves should want to be with someone like that um and I think if that means that that person has more money then so be it like and if the, if a man wants to be mad about that he ain't deserve you then you, you gotta cry with, with Dale Loney but, or whoever else but the question but the question is is that Okay, so the men who do shit on women who like to date men with money aren't necessarily men with money. They are the men who are saying that there's a financial clock. So the men who are saying that there's a financial clock, they are the ones, a lot of them are the ones without money because they are saying, hey, I don't have it now. And so I don't want to be in a commitment now because I want to wait till I have money. And then that's when I want to settle down. And then if now a woman is like, cool, let me find someone who's ready to settle down, i.e. a man with money, then it becomes gold digging whore, gold digging bitch, that the other. I don't, I don't dispute that as a financial clock. I don't, I don't dispute that as a financial clock, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Just because I knew we were having this conversation today, I knew yesterday we were going to talk about this today. Earlier this morning, I talked to someone that I work with 
who's in a more senior, is in a director level position, so he's making top six figures. And I asked him, he's been married for five years. They just had a baby that's about to be six months old. And he was like, nah, like, we got it. She, his wife also had, like, has, is very well off, has a really good job. But he was like, we were going to wait till we knew we had enough to, like, put towards college. Like, college is going to be, what, 200,000, worth 200,000 within the next 20 years. Like, we're going to wait till we got it. And, like, before we start having kids and, like, decide how many we really want to have. And, like, so I don't believe that even though he has it, like, this, the clock is not there. I just believe that men that have money don't let it shackle them from living their lives while they're making more money. I think the ones that don't have it at all are the ones that are like, no, 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 no. We're not going to go to Applebee's because, you know, <laughs> I need to save this $20. <laughs> like, that's what, that, those, <laughs> those are the ones that are like, <laughs> those are the ones that are like, nah, we can't move forward. Like, no, 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 you got to share the Netflix. Like, that's just, you know, those kinds of dudes. Um, so I think like, I think that's the difference. I think like, cause like even right now, it's so, like, I think there's a difference in the question of like, are you ready to get married versus are you ready to have kids? Right? Because like, that motherfuckers is expensive. Yo. Like, especially you're not gonna do it. I you that have been praying. Your mother has been praying for twins for the last twenty years. You're not gonna <laughs> pop three at the same time. Ah, oh Jesus! See, let's all just chill and thank God for life because we don't want to play rough play here. But I really do believe though that like there is a call. so like let me ask let me ask you this let me ask you ladies this right? Do you feel like you actively think about a biological clock? Um, I'm gonna say no. I have never in my life thought Baby about Gail. a clock. Baby gay. Um, do you I intend to carry? Having kids? Can I finish? Because your Wi-Fi is not good enough for you to be talking to me. Yeah. Um, oh, I've thought about. No, you. I thought about um having kids. I've thought about what that would look like for me, my partner, our lifestyle, etc. But I've never actually thought about, oh, shit, I have to have kids by this time. Otherwise, my eggs are scrambled or some shit. Because that's just, for one, I'm 24. um, And that's just not on my radar. And for another, like, I just don't care. Like, if it's meant to be, it will. And if it's not, then I'll I'll have eight puppies. (laughs) Gigi, how about you? I think when um when I was younger, I was very cognizant of the fact that there was a biological clock just because science, there is a cutoff age for women when they can get pregnant and men don't have that. Then as I got older, it became more, if it happens, that's great because I would very much like to be a mother, but if it doesn't happen, you know, it won't be the end of the world. And then of course... Um, my friends have always told me that I want to be a mother more than I want to be a wife. And then that I just feel that have, being a wife is just a means to be a mother. So I've had to come to terms with that, seeing if maybe this is something I want to do on my own. But now that um, my little sister had a child in July and my brother, my big brother had a baby yesterday. Hey. I, feel, hey, uh, <laughs> I feel less pressure because 
my parents have their grandchildren, grandchildren, everything else is just a bonus. But I would ultimately like to have kids. And I know that as I get older, it's high risk. And so just me having a background in science, that information is there and very much and I'm very much aware of it, but it's not so much a biological clock to where when I'm dating, I'm letting the man know that what did Tiffany Pollard say? She needed her eggs cracked and all that other stuff. Like <laughs> whatever. I don't need that. That speech isn't necessary for me. And then you don't, I think the sad thing is that a lot of women don't know if they can get pregnant because they've never really tried, you know, if you're sexually active in your twenties and thirties, you're spending most of that time hoping and praying that your period comes and that you don't get pregnant. <laughs> and so, so you don't really know until you start trying. So I've always been, I've always had to say, okay, if I do try happen. So, um, not knowing what the chances are and being very aware of my age. I don't know if that necessarily counts as a biological clock, um, that my biological clock is ticking. I'm just very aware of the science behind it. I think more than anything, I I consider it or I think about it actively, not because of what society comes from, of like the stigma that comes with like not being married by a certain age, but like because I know I want to have kids and I don't want, I want to limit that the potential for risk when it comes to having, of course you can't completely like, you know, mitigate any kind of risk because like life is life and, you know, genetics is genetics and you can't always, you're not, I'm not freaking made of alien blood. Um, but like, I just know that as you get older, men and women, like the, the risk obviously gets higher. Um, and just working with kids with like developmental delays or, you know, different kinds of issues. Um, and sometimes just like working with kids who like are completely like, fine but like have parents who are like just aged and like don't, can't take care of them or can't be active in their lives like i don't want that shit so i think in a way it's like ticking in my head but it's also because i probably mm -hmm. probably because i beat myself up a lot more about every stage of my life um i remember i was driving from work today and i was thinking about how much money i make right now and i was like at this age should i be making this much or should i be making this much more and i had to like snap out of it and be like look dude this is where you're at this is life like you know and and then i started to think back about like the places i had been and like the experiences i had seen in life and just like knowing that this is where i need to be right now but like it definitely is something that like ticks in my head but sometimes i see i i, I see people post like um and this is a question for everybody by the way i see people post like cute baby pictures online Am I the only one that doesn't get any reaction <laughs> when I see them? Because oh. people are like, oh, my ovaries. It's because you haven't seen yes, my nephew. Yes, you haven't seen my nephew. No, people are, like, people are like, oh, my ovaries. Oh, like, I just want one. I'm like, no, the fuck I don't. Like, I want an Apple Watch. Like, what is so They're so cute. No, because I'm like, I think, what was it recently that I said something? Somebody was talking about like traveling the world or like being able to go to Europe last year, and I was like, "Yeah, imagine if I had a girlfriend that like that I had to like think about when I was going on trips like this. Like, fuck that. Like next year, I want to go to you know Southeast Asia and be like, you know, I don't have to think about anybody. Like it's just me and like you know because not the one that you be with the babe now and then you be like, oh babe, do you want to go? Like let's do it together. Fuck that. Nope. And that that definitely extends to like like babies. Like I'm just like I see them. I think I want a puppy 10 times more than I want 
uh, a baby. I'm gonna get a dog, <laughs> guys. It's gonna, it's gonna. No, I swear. In the next, if it, it doesn't happen in the. Oh, I'm such a dog person. If it doesn't happen in the well, not not a dog person. Like, oh, I'm gonna like work on the side and be a dog sitter that type of shit. And like, nah, please don't bring your dog to my house. But like, <laughs> um, but like to the point where like, I've always wanted one. I think it was like growing up, the one we had died. Um, Somebody's breathing very loudly. Please, stop I was trying to ignore oh, thank it. You. Um, but like, <laughs> um, I was like, as I've gotten older and like, I'm like, the moment I get my own place, I'm getting a dog. Probably before I get in the next serious relationship, because, you know, I don't want her to like be like, you can't have that, because you know how women like to take fun things away from men. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm not even gonna lie. When I meet a guy and I find out he has a dog, I'm less inclined to continue on a second date. <laughs> see? Oh wow. See this shit? You see this? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Although I mean, I've dated men with dogs. It's just kind of like, I mean, okay, I guess. Mm. I'm heartbroken. No, no, dogs are awesome. I know, I, I know, ideas with no, me. No, dogs because... are awesome. My little sister has a dog that I'm obsessed with. It's just that I do know that you know I'm single and I don't have kids. And if I want to get up and go to Vegas for a few weeks to see my nephew, I can do that. But I see people with dogs. They're like, well, I have to kennel, or I have to find someone to watch the dog, and this, that, and the other. That's and I a just, fair point. That's a very fair point. With, <laughs> yeah, I but wanna like, be with my man and be able to like, let's go do this this weekend, and without having to be like, well, are dogs? Can do they take dogs, or do we have to call someone and this, that, and the other? No, and they're like, thing. there's so many like. That's okay, fair. I think there's like, I don't know if it was a, uh, was it an HBR that I read it, or like there was one of those articles where there's like a boom for these companies like to like boost in the next projection in the next five years so like they're everywhere like literally take my dog i'm going to vegas goodbye and i see if you have money you don't really care because it's like take the dog i'm out but you can't do though if you have a baby because you're like oh take the baby i'm gonna go get drunk like you can't do that so you know well, i just it's all babysitting I wouldn't it's all the do that. same Look, literally somebody just came to the door to get our dog to walk him, even though both his mom is at our home because it's cold as fuck outside and don't nobody feel like going outside to walk him. So I absolutely understand the part about hey, um, is it, is the person, dog responsibility. I also, they, it's called WAG. Shut the fuck up. Oh, man. No, I want to ask the question. I'm serious. It's a serious question. Is the person oh, what we serious? think he is? Huh? Is the person, is the person, you know. Caucasian, yes. Um, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that went without saying but i <laughs> i just wanted to clarify because you know you know which nigga do you know is coming out of their house in 40 degree weather to walk somebody else's boat? oh sis see you just <sighs> anyway, you know don't ask you know me i like the winter and i like the fall Y'all weird like Midwesterners just gotta go on somewhere. I don't I don't understand where <laughs> no, we found y'all. I'm like but... the only one like this over here. I like when it's dark and gray and gloomy and wet and damp and rainy. Sounds a lot like you completely. Sounds just like your personality. <laughs> I'm sorry, just like my what? Ooh, yeah, I didn't even say. Huh? Who said that? Who said that? Fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're gonna take a break, and then when we come I back, 
You talk, I mean, that's what he said. Um, break. But when we come back from the break, we're going to get a chance Excuse to talk me, is to... Excuse me, madness wearing your forehead? Are you, are, you, are you fucking mad? We're going to talk to um, a very interesting gentleman um, who <laughs> is carving his own lane, making his own path. Um, sounds a lot different from his singing voice. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, don't go nowhere. When we come back, we'll be talking to J-Ray. Um, this is The Rant Show. It's getting on this radio. It's your life. It's your music. Don't go nowhere. Because if you do, we'll find you. And it could be problematic. I need to stop saying that. Before, like, somebody says I was threatening them now. That's just... That gotta help me, man. I gotta stop saying that. Because I don't want anybody to think that, you know, I'm already a big black man. I This is just... It's, it could be... It could go really bad. Like, you know. Um, Anyways. What'd you say? Okay, that's what I thought. We'll be right back. Tonight, she's a pillar the way I got the babes feeling nice. Step in the club, she said, Jesus Christ. If I see a bank thing, man, I'm not thinking twice. About the way, you know it's on sides. Is it gobble? Is it go? And I cough that girl like a criminal. She go follow me, I go take her home. And she go, no, say, say that. Girl, I'm not this standard guy. You know, it's taking for her, that guy. Can't you see how I dress so fly? Girl, I'm not this standard guy. Yeah, what a man can do, a woman can do better. Is a layman more 
to the meaning of that. If a man go get a woman go get better. Say me cut on up on a Friday Give me good love and kissing my way How much is so damn fine Oh, same lady Say me cut on up on the Monday She be no pick up on the Friday How much is so damn fine Same girl hey, She be no pick my cup She no reply my chat But she receive a lot of Same girl She's supposed to stop my chat, but now she break my heart. What is the meaning of that? What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of that? Definition of this, continuation of that. Take that, and if I give, I'm not taking back. And all the out for street, they don't cast. And if you leave me, girl, it don't bust. I'm gonna get out of here. You don't even know your body is so fine. Melanin for the window. Your smile is messy with my mind. Just call my phone, make it ringo. Let me just look at your face, oh baby. I'll never forget this now. May you just come to my place, oh baby. I might never let you out. Your sister driving me so, so crazy. Almost he gets me, oh. Almost he gets me, oh. Oh, hey. Baby, you're a ten. I'm a 
on Giddy Lounge Radio with my son, the wordsmith. Keep it locked. Mommy Ranta says so. Mommy Ranta says so. You know it. She said it. That said it. That settles it. Um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, over the course of the break, you listen to Like to Party by Baj featuring Skepta and TZ. You also listen to Same Girl by LAX featuring David Doe. You listen to Lovin', Simi's new single by obviously Simi. Um, and you also listen to Spotlight by our November artist under the spotlight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's poppin'? <laughs> Um, so you've been with us. You've been with us. I mean, for the entirety of today's show, um, but like a lot of people don't know this, but you are a singer, songwriter, musician, performer, artist, performer, entertainer. The list goes on forever. Um, all right, so let's talk about let's talk about you for a minute, right? Let's talk about your right. music for starters. Like, how did you like and understand like being around people who have done music or who do music right now i know it's not like for some people they like wake up and they like fall into it right and some other people like there's a grind like so how did you get into music how did you know this is something you wanted to do uh, um it goes way back to like whenever i was a kid like as far as an adult now was, was, uh, you said what as far as a person now and now <laughs> you know, man has conquered the number, but but you know, uh, it goes all the way back to whenever I was a kid. Um, I was born into a family where you know we were music oriented, or uh, so to speak. Um, so yeah, like I was very good at doing a lot of things, but like I was only happy doing music, like music right from when i was a kid music whenever i did music you know came across like different songs or like played the drums or played different instruments i was just happy doing music anything music related so that was kind of how like the whole music thing came about it's just from that passion from when i was a kid so like okay so i know that's like what burst the passion inside of you but like how did it come about that like you know a typical way to do this, but let's talk about like Spotlight, for example. 
Like, how did it come that you're standing across the mic, you know, with a de- with a producer, like putting the you know the beats together, and like, how did that happen? Uh, how did that? How did Kidominas, you and Kidomina working together even happen? Oh yeah. Uh, first off, shout out to Kidomina for that one. Um, yeah. So spotlight. How spotlight happened? All right. So what happened was that I was in Atlanta for um, for the summer, like before the fall semester started. Because I'm in school. Um, yeah, so before the fall semester started, I was in Atlanta. I hit up a couple of producers who I knew were in Atlanta. Like, yo, I'm in Atlanta. I want to make music. And then Kidomina replied, no. Boss my head. I was like, oh, damn, Kidomina replied. So, you know, I pulled up to... Um, now, before I pulled up, he replied uh, with a number. He told me to call this number. You know, I called the number or whatever. And then the number texted me the address like the next day. And I pulled up to the address. It was the video script in Atlanta. So we actually recorded the song at the video script in Atlanta. Um, wow. Yeah, it was it was really big for me. But yeah, uh, you know, I pulled up to Kidomine and it was like, oh, so do you have a song in mind? Or like, you want me to play a beat for you? And then you just kind of vibe to it. I was like, yeah, I already have a song down. I was like, okay, sing it. <laughs> I sang it. It was like, wow, this is a hit. We made the beat. <laughs> he made the beat in like 30 minutes. And, you know, the next day I went back again, I voiced on it. And, yeah, that's how Spotlight was made. It was, it was like, we made it pretty fast, but, like, it was still, it still turned out good. So I really, you know, shout out to Kidomina for that one. Most deaf, most deaf. Now, I guess just looking at, like, your trajectory, right? Like, where, where would you like to kind of see yourself in the music industry? Like, some people are like, and I want to ask that with this in mind. Some people play sports, and they don't. Mm-hmm. There's people that play sports because they love it, and they would die if they weren't doing it. Mm-hmm. There's other people that do it where it's like, shit, I'm good at this shit. I'm going to make a lot of money, and then like when I'm 35, mm-hmm. I'm out. Like, where would you like to see at the end? Like when it's all said and done, where would you like to see yourself in the music industry? Oh, definitely. I, you know, I want to leave a legacy in the industry in general. You know. When you speak of living a legacy in music, you speak of Fela. Like, I want to try to surpass Fela. That's that's the ultimate goal. But, like, just doing it a different way to not doing it. Because a lot of artists now, I see a lot of artists trying to, you know, you know, pay tribute to Fela, all respect to Fela. You know, they pay tribute to him, you know, by doing, like, by trying to, like, sound like him. Like, do your own thing. Do your own thing a different way. Don't try to be like him. Fela is Fela. Nobody can ever be like him, you know what I mean? So, like, do your own thing, just be original. And for me, I just, I don't, like, a lot of artists do music just for the fame or for the money. Like, that's that's definitely not me because I truly have a passion for this thing. And the, my ultimate goal is to, you know, inspire a lot of young talent because, trust me, I know there are a lot of artists in nigeria a lot of upcoming artists in nigeria who are trying to get up there there are a lot of them there are a lot of them who are actually better than you know the a-list artists of today but like my ultimate goal is to you know get to where i need to be where i want to be and ultimately have a, a whole music empire to just push all these upcoming artists who need to be where they need to be like who deserve to be at a certain point Okay. Um, Dio, where's Dio? 
Yeah, I'm here. I, I'm right here. Oh, I mean, of course, you're right there. Where else would you be? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you got it in to ask a question. Um, no, no, questions right now. All right. Um, I wanted to ask you this question, um, Jerry. So, what do you think about like this perception of Afrobeats today? Like, in terms of like the crossover appeal and all that good stuff. Like, do you feel like we're watering it down. Do you feel like people like we need to do this to assimilate into the market? What do you think? Um, honestly, if we if we look at it, like if we're being honest, Afrobeats it hasn't been the same, you know, as it used to be. If we're being totally honest, like when it comes to Afrobeats, you're looking at the artists, you know, the Afrobeat artists, and then there's Border Boy. I feel like right now in the industry, Border Boy is really the one bringing out that Afrobeat that is, is just breaking breaking the barriers of Afrobeat. Like Borna Boy, right now Borna Boy is like the big, you know, Afrobeat. And that's just because he does his music differently, which is kind of like what I do too with my music. You know, I try to do, I try to have my own sound, not just the the regular the or the normal sound, the pom-pom sound where people want to, you know, vibe to or whatever. I try to have my own sound and that's what, um, that's what Afrobeat. That's why I want Afrobeat to be. If that makes sense. I um, mean, go ahead. Okay. I was gonna ask you: Do you feel the pressure to like uh, conform to? Do you, wait, do you feel the pressure to be an Afrobeat art, Afrobeat artist, or because you're African, or do you feel like, or do you feel like you you're a pop singer? Or what do you think your genre is? Oh, say? Uh, for me, I, honestly, I don't like to limit myself to a particular um, genre. I like to think my genre of music is just good music. And as long as it does, you know, what I want, like, as long as it passes across what I want my music to pass across, then it's fine. Like, don't say, oh, because, you know, Nigerians love Afrobeats, so you only do Afrobeats from Nigerians. I mean, in as much as my past singles have been Afrobeat-based, like, that's not all I'm capable of doing. What do you think is one like genre that you would like love to to like experiment with? Man, definitely like high life, high life music. You know, mm. growing up, I listened to a lot of um, legends in the game, like uh, Shino Peters, um, Commander Ebenezer Bay. Mm-hmm. King Sonia Day. I listen to a lot of music like that. So like, uh, high life music is definitely like. If I was to say, oh, okay, this is the genre I want to focus on. Like right now, it'll it'll be high life more than anything else. You gotta you gotta get on that. Like, um, not even just Don Mighty alone, but like, um, how did I just blank on it? Humble Smith. Um, oh yeah, Humble Smith. I did come to gold. Yeah, yeah. Is it the yeah, hotel wave? Is that what you're trying to say? No. It's okay. a demo. We can figure out hotel wave. High life. <laughs> yeah, high life. Um, just I just, I just think like, music. I just think that there's a way. It's really weird that I hear this sometimes, but like, there's a way you sounded on, um, what's it called? There's a way you sounded on, um, Shade, that okay. for a second there, I thought 
like if you were in in like the studio with like Humble Smith on a high, like an Ebo High Life beat, like mm-hmm. that shit was slap. Like, and I, I I just I see people say I have a good year for music, so I don't know. Maybe I'm right or I'm wrong. But <laughs> nah, you're definitely you're definitely right. Because when I was recording with Kidomina, he actually mentioned that to me that I have like a high life type of vibe to my voice as my voice, my music. You could tell. So like. It just it just shows like the kind of music I grew up listening to, so yeah. it just comes out naturally. Yo, you said you're in school. What are you in school for? Uh, computer science. I go to Texas Tech University. Computer oh, science. Shit. Oh shit! I'm just trying to graduate. I'm saying you graduate to the music, right? Yeah. Ultimately. Okay. How is the how is the like? You know, some people like they were like born into music families, and their family is like super encouraging with the music. How was like? What's that like for you in terms of? Uh, uh, for me, my for the most part, my family has been really uh, supportive. My music. Um, my mom. Shout out to my mom. You know, this this woman wake me up, write lyrics for me, and tell me, wow. oh, this you have to include this in your next song. Like the other day, she <laughs> called me. I was talking about. She was giving me proverbs. You're about proverbs. I'm like, mommy, this thing is too complicated for me. Like, <laughs> I don't That's even know dope. what this thing means. Wow. But yeah, you know, she she calls me sometimes and just gives me um, lyrics like that. And my dad, you know, my dad pays. Like while I was in Nigeria, my dad paid a lot for my studio sessions and just yeah. helped me as far as you know getting me to radio stations. We were gonna shoot like a couple of videos in Nigeria before I left, but it didn't happen. But definitely would happen like whenever I go back. Your parents so. seem like they're pretty su- supportive of, of your passion. Uh, was the, was it always like that? I mean, to be honest, it hasn't always been like that. But like at the end of the day, it's it's my passion. Like I prefer to live a life where I'm doing what I love mm-hmm. than live living a life where I'm just doing what my parents want me to. And I think they just got to. Um, realized that eventually like initially it was all oh, you're going to go to school for engineering like you know as much as that's a nice thing to you know to have engineering degree it's nice but like i don't want to leave your dream i want to leave my own dream at the end of the day so like that's how it was before but now that you know they're beginning to realize that there's more to this life than just engineering i really i really believe though that if there was any you know how it's like there's a saying that sometimes you gotta do the nine to five to fuel your your actual passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that if there was any any like field to be in to be able to stack your bread to like put it to the mm-hmm. things you want, like you're in the mm-hmm. right place. So like just ride that till the end. If you, can, you yeah, never know. If I mean, like... that's, that's why I would drop out yet. Because <laughs> you never know. You need that. I, you need that couple thousand to like. Me, you know, yeah. Exactly. You know. To push things. So that's why. That's why. And, and I will say this though, people don't always realize, and I think this is like a problem. Like it's not a problem, but it's like a mm-hmm. thing to consider for like for creatives. Is like we always think that the best life experience comes from us actually doing the art, but a lot of times, like even in those fields, like there's things that you feel, like you learn, that you pick up on, like working in mental health when I was like right out of college or like towards the end of my college time showed me like that i had such like depths of empathy that i didn't know that i had before um so i think like 
in those kinds of situations, like they even help with like like your art and your expression of it, like you know, and just like pushing you in positions where you see the world and you experience things and stuff like that. So like you never know like yeah. where it's gonna take you. So like I'm actually glad that you're like doing that at the same time because mm-hmm. nothing is worse than I die in you. That's true. That is true. But, Man, that's yeah. honestly why you know I'm doing school. And don't get me wrong. Trust me, I have a I have a very strong GPA in school, so I'm doing good in school. But like, mine's <laughs> like I just want to I just want to be in the studio. Um, <laughs> yeah. <I mean. laughs> um, you have like let's so let's say like what, what what platform do you usually use to listen to music? Uh, Spotify, YouTube. Spotify. Okay, Spotify. Yeah. So do you listen to Spotify on your phone? Yeah, I got uh, Spotify on my phone and on my laptop too. But right. most most times I just use YouTube. I just go on YouTube. I so what are the what are the last three songs that you listen to? Uh, Tenny, Case by Tenny, and then mm. One Ticket by Kiss Daniel and Davido, and then Same Girl. Oh wow! LAX you, you just got a question for you, man. Um, yeah. If if you had a chance to work with uh, David Doe or Whiskey, who are you rocking with? And it was you had to you have to pick one. Actually. Yeah, ah! I would I would honestly pick David. Why? Why? Okay, let me tell you why. Go ahead. Uh, the reason is, um, I just think like promotion wise, I just feel like David does a better job. Mm. Like when it comes to. Because look at Davido's crew as a whole, like the whole like DMW that. crew, crew mm-hmm. as a whole. Like, look at how much it pushes his team. Like, look at Dremel, look at Mayokon, look at Peruzzi. Like, if you want to compare the two, like, different crews, let's, uh, let's say Starboy and DMW. Like, you can't even compare when it comes to, like, promotion. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the only reason. Like, I mean, maybe not the only reason, but that's, like, the major reason why I would, you know, go for also, it, not know. to bash risk it, but yeah. um, nah, risk it. well, what I'm saying is also people that have come up with people that are around David Doe are supposedly doing well. Like, if you look at risk it, just yeah. we're talking about LAX, he had LAX with him at some point, he gave him like two singles, and hey, exactly, he's, he's exactly. done with that. Even Mr. there was a point that risky came out and said Mr. Easy was signed under him, but oh, yeah, he came out of that. Too. So, like, mm-hmm. I definitely see why you picked that good, good choice, yeah. I think I think I hear that, but like, actually, no, I, I can't disagree. You I used, to, you can I used disagree? to I used to make the whiskey argument. I feel like I feel like he's the single most. Number, I need to pick this word carefully. Um, <laughs> I feel like the single most talented artist in Nigeria that can make anything out of it, like nothing is Tenny. Oh yeah. Um, I feel like the next person is Burner Boy. I feel like the person that you can give what the fuck ever and he make it into a hit is Whiskey. But I, I can see that. But I, I feel like that was Burner Boy too. Yeah, but uh, but but I think Burner Boy is more like Burner Boy is an acquired taste. I think um, some people listen to it and they're like, oh, like I fuck with that. And some people just like because if you think about like Burner Boy is like his hits and his like longevity like he should like have way more fans than he does right now um sure. and i think it's like sometimes it's just delivery like the thing with burner boy he's very like i mean we've had him on this show before and like 
he's been he just told us straight up he was like i don't write anything <laughs> like i just go in there and start like <laughs> singing which is like sometimes like i would hear like as someone who's a huge burner boy fan like there's songs where i would hear something but it was a line from a song like five years ago and it might not make sense to anybody else or they just be like oh that's dope to a new burner boy fan but like i know because he didn't write that shit it was the first thing that popped in his head so he said it and it like rhymed right. but like right. it's whatever I do believe though that the difference, the reason why I would t- now take David over Whiskey is, I feel like the element of, or the testament of how great of a leader you are is like when you step out of the limelight, anybody that's on your <laughs> team should be able to step right in, and like exactly. fill the void. And I don't think that he's done enough of a job with his team mm-hmm. to get them ready. And to be fair to him. I mean, LAX is LAX. Malik Berry was working with him for a while. They, they're, like, superstars in their own right. I just believe that he also has, like, a fresher team because he just, uh, you know, assigned the two new guys that he has, Terry and I can't remember what the other guy's name. And um, um, I don't remember. He's a younger guy, though. But, like, so maybe, like, he needs more time. Yeah, maybe he needs more time because, like, Peruzzi, you could argue that was already like on his way to stardom. Like your pocket was already a huge song, and the guy is yeah. like, insanely talented. But like he's been working with Mayo Kuhn and Cole for like three years now, three four years. So like it it seems like time has flown by, but like he's been building them up to the point that they're at right now. So you never know. Maybe this kid will turn it around. I doubt it, but hey, you know, let's see. Um, but let's see where let's see where we get it to. So like, let me ask you this now: if you had like one most telling experience that you would write about in your life, what would it be? Like you would turn into a song. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a heartbroken person, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Turn into a song. I mean, at a, at a point in life, I did, um, I dropped out of school for, um, for like a couple of years. Oh, I took a break, should I say. So if I, I, I did, I actually don't have a song for that, but I just haven't dropped it yet. Like, that's probably, I still think that's one of my best songs. Because well, I wrote about it and, you know, sang about it. What What would you like to kind of like leave like people that are listening to you today for the first time with? What would you like them to think? Like when they think about you, when they hear about you, hear about your music, what would you like them to think, know, feel? Uh, just know um, there's, there's, there's a lot to to hear from me. Like, I'm just a... I feel like I'm a bundle of talent that you have to really get into me to feel what I know I am or to, like, just know more about me, you know. And you can always um, catch me on social media to have a snippet on how I live my life or just to know more about me. You can uh, find me on Instagram, J-R-A-Y underscore O-K-E on Instagram. Actually, it's the same thing for everything, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. It's just J-R-A-Y underscore O-K-E. You can catch me on Spotify iTunes, all of that is just J apostrophe R A Y, and you just listen to my music. You can um, you can tell from my music the kind of story I'm trying to tell. So Before, just listen to it. Hmm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. 
yeah so just listen to it um you can also like message me on instagram or something i, I try to reply as many people as i can um just reach out to me tell me what you think about my music and yeah i have three questions for you first yeah. is what song do you want us to play next cc or Shade? that's a tough choice of Okay, cool. Next question I have for you is who do you think is your biggest fan? My mom. So it's funny how you like I knew that you were gonna say that before you said it and I was like in my mind I was like yeah, gambling yeah. on like whether or not you wouldn't. Um, I mean, I'm leaving myself out of the picture because me, I think I'm my biggest fan. Okay. I mean, hey, you know, support support yourself. <laughs> you man. have to support yourself before anybody will, man. Yes, but sir. Like, yeah, so leaving myself out of the picture is my mom. And then what would you say is like the, what is one talent that you actually wish you had? Um... Let's see. Perfect music. You said what? Oh no, I, I would definitely pick something I could like use in the music. No, so maybe, it like, has to be not music related. Oh, not music related. Uh, oh no, poetry. That's still music related. It's, 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 I mean, yeah, I guess it is. Mm, let's see. Preaching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna give you that one because I know you just pulled out your ass, but it's okay. Um, all right, cool. Um, all right. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for joining us. Um, go ahead and shout out your social media um, handles again so people can follow you. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, catch me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. It's it's just J R A Y underscore O K E, and then. On Spotify, iTunes, it's J apostrophe R A Y. Then I just dropped my spotlight video. It's up on YouTube. Just hey. J apostrophe R A Y, and you find it. When do you, when do you think you're dropping um, new music? Um, probably late later this month or next month or early next month. Right. <laughs> of course, you know, you have home here at the, on the Rance show. So when you do that, let us know. Uh, we got to have you come sure. back to and hang out with us. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. It's been the Rance show. It's been getting Lounge radio. A um, couple of things that I wanted to leave you with. Um, shout out to everyone that like reached out to us last week from podcast gang that was listening to the show for the giveaway. Um, but also shout out to you, all of you that didn't follow the instruction because I clearly said DM us, but like some people just tagged us, so I don't really know who's who. Um, if you're catching this this week, please go ahead and send us a DM. Um, I will try to come back, comb through it, and find those people from last week, but no promises. Um, also, a couple of things that I wanted to leave announcements that I wanted to leave you with. Um, we are two weeks away from our thankful episode um we're going to go ahead and share the link um on the hashtag for those of you that don't know what it is it's an episode that we have every week the week of thanksgiving um 
where we just sort of reflect on our lives and everything that we're thankful for. I know Thanksgiving is a lot of like turkey and jollof and everybody's like super happy about it and all that other extra shit. Um, but the reality is like sometimes it's just nice to take a moment to actually like hone into the things that you're thankful for and like, you know, conceptualize them and like, like be able to like see how tangible they actually are in your life. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to open it up right now. Um, you can email us at, you know, WTHMRants at Gmail. Our email is in our bio. Send your voice notes in early. Um, try to keep them within a minute and a half. Send them in early so we can, like, start editing and putting them together. Um, and just basically say what you're thankful for, what you're thankful for, who you're thankful for, um, you know, this 2018 since, you know, the beginning of the year and all that good stuff. Um and yeah, just make sure you you know you you do that as soon as possible because I want to make sure I get everybody's to be played. I don't want a scenario where people are like, I didn't hear myself, I didn't hear my own, because you know you're getting the feelings and shit. Um, and then there's that, and then it's also just like understanding, you know, the the weather is changing, so please take care of yourself. If you you know in an area where you need to get the flu shot, like if it works for you, please do so. Those of you that are getting ready to go to Nigeria, you know, you might. And you start taking your shots early so you know your body your immune system is up and running and good things um but yeah like it's been a pleasure as it always is every week and i'm pretty sure diary feels the same way so shout out podcast gang um because you know you guys are awesome and shout out to everyone that tuned in to listen to us live shout out to our you know um our public listeners and our behind the scenes listeners who like to hide i don't know what you're hiding from um, but most <laughs> importantly, shout out to everyone that has copped the new The Rant Show merch. I appreciate it. Um, shout out to those of you that have actually paid for it. God bless you. And those of you that collected it on credit. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know, big shout out to everyone um, that's supporting us one way or another. Also, if you have The Rant's gear, um, please take your pictures in them and send them to me uh, or DM us at The Rant Show. Um, so we can put them up and obviously, you know, get more people into the family. But yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. Um, love doing this with you guys from everyone here at the Ranch Show and Getting On Radio. Have a great rest of the week. You're going to listen to two to- two songs as the show ends tonight. You're going to be listening to Sade um, by our very special guest tonight. Um, and you're also going to be, I think Sade features Dexter, right? Yeah, Dexter Miles. Dexter Miles. And then you're also going to be listening to our song of the week, um, which is One Ticket by Kiss Daniel and Davido. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Rant Show, Skate Lounge Radio. Good night. Hello.
As you see me so baby Now because of you I don't pull up See I don't they go But you can't so good on you go Oh, oh, oh. See, I thought they go. What to get? Oh, oh, oh. 